Paul, hello. Hello. I, I've been reading about podcasts this week. You've got to go to somebody's go. Been as though we're doing one. Yeah. And um, one of the uh, one of the bits of advice I stumbled across that if you want to get listeners engaged, you're meant to start with a story. Right. Okay. Start with a narrative. Okay. Um. So, do you want to hear my story? Yeah. Go on. I Sound do. excited. Sound excited. <laughs> I, am, I am excited. All right. Okay. Third time, everyone. Third time. Third time. Third time. We have edited this. So once upon a time, there were two best friends and business partners, Martin and Paul. For years, they'd run a successful video production company together, producing endless content. One day, Paul said, let's take a huge risk. Let's stop doing what we're doing and do something completely different. Let's start our own digital business that we can grow online. Martin, that's me, was instantly on board. And then in November 2022, everything changed again. ChatGPT launched and AI tools became available to everyone. So they decided to integrate AI into their business from day one. Part of their plan was trying to find an audience and they figured the quickest way of doing this was doing a podcast. And that's what you're listening to right now. The Meat Puppets. So in today's episode, we're going to take you through everything we're trying to do in creating a podcast. And I should also mention we're trying to keep it down to taking less than a day because we've got to spend all the time making stuff. So anyway, this is today's podcast of The Meat Puppets. Hey. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, quite like it. Yeah, I like the way it's all my fault. All right. <laughs> well, it is kind of. <laughs> anyway, let's roll the intro. Yeah. Okay, that sounded proper profesh. <laughs> We're launching a digital company. Where are all the humans? Humans are just sat downstairs in their pants. Exploring a digital future. And if everyone's happy and AI's providing for me, I'll be an AI slave. And I'm just going to trust the answer. If that doesn't scare the living out of you, I don't know what would. <laughs> make some chaos, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Can we make some money while we sleep? I was saying if you were a bot. <laughs> to which it replied, nope. It's all going to be done by AI and we are, or we're not, meat puppets. We're not sure yet. This could be one of many... Okay, so today we're going to try and take you through everything that we do to try and um, produce this podcast. And that's changing all the time. But basically, we're going to go through using AI to help us with idea generation, how the hell we record it, um, how we edit it, and some little magic that can happen there. Again, thanks to AI. A little bit about all the other stuff you need to do, because... There's loads of stuff you need to do rather than just sit down and chat about stuff. Yeah, indeed. And then the final bit is, how does it get to your ears? Yeah. Not in a science-y kind of way. <laughs> no, no, no. How the hell does it appear on Spotify or whatever? We're, we're not asking if a tree falls over in the woods, does it make a sound, are we? No, no, no. We're not going into that <laughs> level of detail. We're All not right, going into that level of detail. For those of you who don't know, there's lots of uh, AI out these days, Um and the main ones that people might have heard of are Claude AI and ChatGPT. Everyone will have heard of ChatGPT. Yeah. But if you haven't, it's like a, a website you can go to where you can ask it a question. So we thought we'd try and use it to try and help us um, come up with ideas or a framework of how to produce a podcast. Yeah. We're using it like a virtual producer. Yeah. Or almost like a consultant. Yeah. Take us from the beginning, Paul, because we kind of started a framework with this and we thought we'd start with the end, which is the audience. Yes. And we yeah, try indeed. and create some user personas. Are you trying to imagine who these people might be? 
Yeah, this the, the, we, we got into this because we're building digital products uh, and we've had a look at um, <clears throat> how that's done, like the methodology behind it. <clears throat> In the software world, you aim everything that you're doing at specific users. For us, it's, that would be audience, have a target audience, whether that's an age group or, you know, whatever that is. And, it, and it's kind of similar. It's done in much more detail, right? And <clears throat> we've started this by aiming it at a set of people. Um, and we've also built in the background a set of templates for starting all these things off. So we sit there and we imagine some people. I should say AI imagines some people with prompts from us, right? Yeah. So, so there's two approaches to this, I thought, as well. It's like, this is what I'm trying to do with my business or my podcast. Let's keep it about the podcast. This is yeah. what I'm trying to do with my podcast. What type of people might listen to this? Anyone who's ever worked in uh, retail before, this is this idea of the imagined customer you know, this is Joan. She's got 2.4 kids. She's split up. Uh, she works as a teacher, etc., etc. So it's that kind of thing. But we kind of honed it by a little bit of trial and error by asking ChatGPT to do it in different ways. Yep. And then we got it down to quite a, a quick way where it will generate everything we need to know about our imagined audience. Yeah, and we have actually... Um kind of some of the people who know us might be a little bit upset with this, but we have sort of based it on people we know as well. Yes, yes, this is true. <laughs> We've made some of them real. <laughs> Sorry. Originally, we started off with eight distinct customer groups, didn't we? we or did. audience groups. Yeah. But then over time, we've realized it's really hard to make content in trying to imagine eight different audience groups. Yeah. Because it all contradicts what you should do. Yeah. So we've narrowed it down to three or four. Yeah. Then the next stage from there is we then, using ChatGPT again, fed that audience data back into ChatGPT and go, we're creating a podcast, here's the audience. Can you suggest a format for it? Yes. And if you have listened to previous episodes, which we haven't released yet, but by the time <laughs> you listen to it, we will have. Yeah. But anyway, right at this moment, we haven't released them yet you'll probably see products of those different formats that it created. Yeah. In this world of running blind into AI, started off with, right, whatever chat GPT says, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And I think that resulted in a two and a half hour record <laughs> of really detailed stuff that wasn't really interesting to anyone and took a really long time to edit. Yeah. So we decided to put a bit of human intervention in, didn't we? We did. It's tough to, tough to know, though, because um, we are, we, we're, we're laughing at um, how long it took us. It, that might be fast for some people. We just don't know. <laughs> it's not fast enough for us. Yeah, I quite like that. I don't have a benchmark. I haven't yeah. produced my own podcast before. No, exactly. So I quite, I quite like that. I do have to say, though, it did come up with some things that I don't think we would have thought of. One of the really big themes it came up with, which I think is probably going to be a theme throughout the business that we're doing, but also throughout the podcast, is unlearning old lessons. Yes. And we have touched on this before. Paul, you're a super audio professional. I'm a media professional. Yeah. And the idea of recording a professional podcast in my loft on a consumer microphone. <laughs> yeah. Is insane. Yeah. Yeah. After getting yeah. over the initial dread and horror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> we used to provide service where we ask people to pay us money for using our studio. Yeah. It's got to be fancy pants, hasn't it? Yeah, well, where's me £6,000 compressor and preamp? Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You might have lost some people there, Paul, who are not in the audio world. But oh, yeah. Fancy pants audio things. A fancy pants audio thing, yeah. Makes yeah. us out good buttons. There's <laughs> stuff people pay for, and they still pay for. Now, in yeah. fact, I was scrolling through LinkedIn, which is another thing I would have never have done six months ago. <laughs> Probably should have done. But I was scrolling through LinkedIn, and I'm seeing people advertising podcast studios. Like, come to our studio and record your podcast. You'll get your expert engineer. And maybe we're a little bit blessed by the skills that we've already got. But one of the reasons we decided to do it is that we do have skills in that area. We'll be can put them to use. Yeah. Going back to what I was saying before, the, yeah, one idea it came up with was unlearning old lessons, i.e. thinking differently about everything that you do. And I think that's a really valuable thing to think about. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but the other thing, you know, it came up with digital trailblazers or stories from our past, which we've done in a previous episode. And I think I think we probably wouldn't have bothered doing that if ChatGPT hadn't suggested it. Yeah. So I think it did generate some valuable ideas, but and I don't know if it's us just too scared to trust the AI and just want to jump in with the human element. But yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be better for it. Well, we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I should say the, the structure of this particular podcast has been generated by a different large language model, <laughs> which yeah. I have subbed down a little bit. So we're going to move on to, we did talk briefly about microphones there. We did. Um, so next we're going to talk about recordings and convention dictates that there's a sting now. Play the Sting. sting. Okay. There we so, go. <laughs> so you're doing a podcast, you need to record it. Yep. Maybe we'll start about how we would have done it. Yeah. I mean, how we would have done it, would have done it a few years ago would be um, get your, whoever's your voices that you're recording or voices, yep. get them somewhere in a controlled space with all the fancy pants equipment we've just talked about and record them. However, when COVID hit, that all changed. Um, yeah. All the VO artists needed to figure out a way to record from home. And lots of services started popping up online to aid this business so that you could record basically remotely and still get a decent quality voiceover done. That quickly became the norm. There was only... Very few voiceover sessions, which we used to do a lot of, did we do connecting to a studio because there was just a few VO artists who uh, possibly couldn't get their head around the technology, didn't have the equipment. And I think being an audio professional, the standards did slip ever so slightly, but it's more than good enough, right? See, that's the word, isn't it? It's not the best. No. It's what's good enough. It's what's good enough, yeah. It's Go like uh, using... Flack audio or an MP3. Yeah. MP3 yeah. is not perfect. Nope. But it's good enough. But it has lots of other benefits, thousands and thousands of them on a small device. To an yeah. audio professional, MP3 is rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. But for everyone else, it, yeah. it, it can't tell the difference. 
and don't go off on one, Paul. Don't go off. I'm on not. One. <laughs> Same. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, I'm yeah. sitting here. I'm not saying a thing. <laughs> I know, but I can feel it. I can feel it. I don't know if you're clenching the desk. Listen, I'm a Spotify <laughs> adopter. Spotify has all the benefits. I don't have any fancy pants audio stuff at home. You know, yeah, audio file stuff or anything like that. Yeah, but Ooh. have you got gold phono connectors, Paul? No, I haven't got any phono <laughs> connectors. Don't even have an app. Yeah, fair enough. No, it's all a, a very big brand, a very popular brand of wireless audio streaming service. Big one. <laughs> you can say what it is. Can I? <laughs> We're not the BBC, are we? All right, yeah. Sonos. Sonos. Yeah. I don't even know how you say it. But that one. Sonos. Sonos. Yeah, I've got one of those. got some of them. got one of them. Yeah. So, so you, you briefly mentioned the kit before. Yep. And uh, I think we're both recording on uh, Rode Podcaster Pros. Again, there's no affiliation, but these mics, I think, sound really good. Um, but the bigger great. thing is all the fancy pants equipment we used to have that cost thousands of pounds, it's kind of built into this mic already. <laughs> yeah, it is. And That's... this mic wasn't out pre-COVID. No. So I think it's almost driven the manufacturers to think a different way. Absolutely, yeah. And then so for actually recording this audio, so we haven't said, normally we say at the start of the episode, Paul, where we are. So I'm in my loft and you're in your spare room. I am. And where, where's this getting recorded? This is getting recorded on a service, an online service called Squadcast. Squad Squadcast are an online recorder. We used to use a thing called CleanFeed, yep. which is mainly aimed at people recording VO. That but was it's a handover way... from when we used to do VO stuff. And uh, we started using that because basically we had a subscription that we'd kind of forgot about. Yeah. So Yeah, Is it, uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so much happens due to laziness. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so this is the first time we're using Squadcast. And, yeah. But I think what we're saying is, is that instead of going to a studio with a really fancy pants computer, loads of really expensive professional equipment, yeah. And a technician, yeah, and an environment, a specially built yeah. environment yeah. to record that sound, and then asking them to do all the jobs. Yeah, we're kind of connected by USB to a computer. Yep, it doesn't have to be a fancy pants one. It could even be your phone. Indeed, yeah, yeah, and then it records it in the cloud, and those files are put up there in the cloud. Yep, and it it really makes for an easy recording experience. And I know. You're a bit touchy about this, Paul. I'm getting a bad rep here. I know, but you are, you've got a bit of a rubbish internet connection. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have. <laughs> um, one thing that this does that gets around it, what it actually is doing in the background, it records your sound locally, and then when your internet connection is a bit better, yeah, it then puts it up into the cloud. Yeah. So you don't get that weird dropout. Yeah. If you've ever been on Zoom, you know what we're talking about. Every other word. Yeah. So I've heard that a couple of times from you on this call, Paul. Right. Um, but I'm sitting there confident that that's not going to be the case when we come to edit it. Yep. That's also because my partner's working from home and I can hear her in the room next door. I don't know if anyone else can, but um, <laughs> she's just started a call. <clears throat> yeah. Can I just mention while you were saying, I think price point is a massive issue with that. Because I've forgotten how much this Descript and Squadcast subscription is. Um, well, it came out of the bank yesterday, Paul. Oh, did it? It's £23. Right, okay. So for the price of two recording sessions in a studio, yeah, you could probably get all the kit and a year's worth of that subscription. 
That's a really good way of looking at it. That's a really, really good way of looking at it, mm. which is crazy, really. It does rely on people having equipment at home. Yeah. This mic was 200 quid. Yeah. But the mic we had back at the old studio was more like 2,000 quid. Yeah. The uh, compressor that we had, that was 6,500 quid. Yeah. And don't let me tell you how much it cost to build the room. Yeah. That we recorded in. Yeah. You know, so when you look at it like that, this is a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> this is within reach. Okay. So after you've recorded the next part of the process, which I'm sure people know, but I'm going to pretend that they don't. Yeah. The next part of the process is you've got to edit this thing. I'm feeling a sting coming up. Is you a sting are feeling a sting coming on. Yes. You are feeling a stinger. So here we go. <laughs> it's a sting. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to talk about editing it now. So let's pretend we've finished recording this. Yep. And I'm going to talk about the old way first, because okay. I think that's why you realise the benefit of what's happening. Yeah. So the old way you used to record the audio with the engineer. Yep. And then this would get stored as files on a computer. And we would have most likely been using a piece of software called Pro Tools. Pro Tools, yep. Don't let me even get into the cost of subscription to Pro Tools every year. No. And the hardware you need to run it on. Extortion. Anyway. So so then what we'd end up doing is sitting in a room with an engineer as Can they I just played. Mention, slight, a slight aside going back oh. to the recording, it is relevant to the editing though. Uh, it wouldn't be <clears throat> too outrageous to imagine someone sat with a stopwatch. It also, oh, yeah. you're also forgetting about the uh, copious notes that you'd have <laughs> from whether that was a good take, a bad take. And then you'd be sitting oh. down to your edit and trying to remember what was what with what and who said what on the session. And is yeah. that a good one? And, <laughs> and you'd be like forward a bit, forward, yeah. no, back a bit. Yeah. Back a bit. <laughs> back a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, so let's for argument's sake, say you've recorded two hours. Yeah. Right? Even just to listen back to that stuff is going to take you two hours. And yeah. um, if you're going super old school, what would have happened is you'd have sent that recording to to a human to sit and transcribe it yeah. into a Word document, which yeah. you'd then probably print and then highlight the sections that you wanted you'd to You'd probably keep. print several copies of, lose them all, be reprinting yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has anyone seen that one? There's one yeah. copy that you've got with some notes on them and then another copy somewhere else yeah. has got more notes on them. And <laughs> And then highlight all the bits that you wanted to keep, all the bits you wanted to get rid of. Yeah. And then you cut into the edit and then realise that that edit doesn't quite work. So yeah. then you spend ages looking for another word. Yeah. You might want to find an and to join yeah. a sentence so it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, dates was a big one for us, wasn't it? Dates. Yeah. Inevitably, yeah. when you're recording, say for an advert for something, a, a date would change after the recording. Always a nightmare. And then you have to get the the, the uh, voiceover artist back in. But I'm yeah. going to do something clever about that in a minute, Paul. Oh, good. So, all right, I'm going to go on to now. So yeah. we started using tools that we use already. So I wasn't using um, Pro Tools. I was yeah. using a thing called DaVinci Resolve, which yeah. those who come from the editing world will understand what that is. But it's a video editor, essentially. And DaVinci Resolve I suddenly had this new AI feature, which was you could get it to analyze the audio you've just brought in and it would write a transcript. Yeah. So, and you'd have a, it'd take about two or three minutes and you'd have a transcript of everything that you'd said. 
And what you could do is highlight bits of text and just like drag it into a timeline, i.e. drag it into the bits I want to use. Yeah. And then arrange your edit that way, which was pretty cool, but you still had to know how to use Resolve. Yeah. But we came across this thing about four, must be must be six years ago. I think it is around then, yeah, because it's pre-pandemic. And- it's, it's this thing called Descript. Yeah. So what Descript it is a really comprehensive program. And again, there's no affiliate to them at all. No. We're just trying to find the quickest and easiest way of doing this. And what Descript enables you to do is if you can edit a Word document, then you can edit a podcast. Put simply, what it does is it, it transcribes everything and it's pretty damn accurate, even with our strange northern accents. <laughs> It manages most things. It manages to understand most things. Yes. And then I can go through that in a, in a document form and literally just cut out the bits that I don't want. Yeah, when you delete the words or sentences on the document, it deletes yep. the audio, closes up the gap, does all yep. the all the necessary things, which would be, um, from an audio editing perspective, is uh, phenomenal. I do remember <laughs> when we first looked at it, we sort of, there was a, what's the... Uh, an adoption challenge because when we looked at it we both sort of went this is amazing and then didn't really do much with it (laughs) no we didn't we didn't because it's not proper it's not it's not it's not avid it's not resolved it's not on an industry tool yeah it's not pro tools it's not any of those big things so no and i I do have to say if you want to go and try it out um it you do get a certain amount of transcription for free as in you can use it without paying right yeah we've got a paid tier which is 23 quid a month, I think. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. So um, I'm going to do a little demonstration, which will hopefully bring this to life, Paul. Okay. And then there is some ethical issues from what I'm about to show you. <laughs> show you? Can, do you show people in audio? <laughs> no. 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 I'm about to demonstrate for you. Yes. So what I've done is I've taken some content from one of the earlier episodes. And I'm just going to play a little section for you. And this is you, Paul, talking. Okay. So if we're talking about art in general, I think there will be still people willing to pay for stuff generated by a human because the human is a massive part of it. You know, their story and all the rest of it. But when it comes to stock, ooh, watch this space. (laughs) It's a tough one. So that was you. It's a little excerpt from you from um, another episode. Yep. So let's imagine that you didn't want to talk about art and we, you just, for some reason, yeah. you were meant to talk about spaceships and seagulls, right? <laughs> and we just got so confused about what we were talking about on the podcast. And I was like, Paul, you, you talked about art. It's not that And humans, when, <laughs> when you're meant to talk about spaceships yeah. and uh, seagulls. So what we'd normally have to do is go back and re-record that. Yeah. Now... The bit that we pay for in Descript, what you can get it to do is learn your voice. But we're talking, so again, yeah, the sound of your voice we're talking about, yeah. aren't we here? Yeah. yeah. So we've trained our version of Descript. I got it to learn what I sound like and what Paul sounds like, which means, and this feels really weird, I can go into the middle of a sentence, Paul. Go on. And type in some words... And then it generates your voice. So in that last bit that we were talking about art and we were talking about humans being part of art, 
now, Paul, I've made it right. We were meant to talk about spaceships right. and seagulls. Okay. See what you think. Here we go. Here we go. If we're talking about spaceships in general, I think there will be still people willing to pay for equipment generated by a seagull because, because a wingspan is a massive part of it. You know, their feathers and all the rest of it. But when it comes to stealing chips, ooh, watch this space. That's a tough one. That's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy, yeah. So uh, just to be really clear, Paul hasn't said spaceships or seagulls at a different point in the podcast. No. And I've gone in and cut those things in. I've literally just typed the words about spaceships. Yeah. So just to really hit this home, here's what you really said. If we're talking about art in general. That's what you really said. Yep. And then after I've changed it. If we're talking about spaceships in general. What? <laughs> this yeah. is future stuff. <laughs> I want to listen to the spaceships and seagulls podcast. I know, it might be a better <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's not always perfect, so I'm just going to use a, a shorter excerpt. So I've done the same with me. So Good. this is from the same podcast. So we're not... Yeah, I know you feel like we're, you're being bullied on this episode, Paul. <laughs> so this is me now. Um, this is from our episode about copyright. So here we go. Which we're going to attempt to make exciting um, is copyright. Copyright. Uh, and it's kind of relevant to what we're doing because it's how creatives make money, really. So that's what I did say. So I've changed it a little bit. And imagining we're doing a money podcast and we're talking about expense claims. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why, but I just thought I'd give it a go. So here it is which we're going to attempt to make exciting. Um, expense claims, expense claims, and it's kind of relevant to what we're doing because it's how crooked people make money, really. Um, and you can make an entire business out of claiming expenses. So just to kind of explain what the hell expenses are. So it's a way of getting cash that gives creators of original work, so that's books, music, helicopters, whatever, the right to claim cash for their works for a certain amount of time. That, to me, is just crazy. Not as crazy as spaceships and seagulls. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how easy, how yeah. easy it is to change. Now, the actual process of doing that, I had to submit around about 45 minutes worth of me talking yeah. and around about 45 minutes worth of you talking. Yeah. Uh, to descript or With descript. special permissions. With special permissions that we're not going to use it for bad stuff. But it does throw up a massive ethical concern. And like people might be listening to this right now thinking, did they even say anything they're saying now? Correct. And I think you've really got to think about how you're going to use this. Yeah. And I think what has become evident in ep uh, editing the episodes that we've done, what is really useful for if you're wanting to cut down the content, which is normal, you want to cut it down and yep. make it more succinct so it's easier to listen to. A lot of the time, you'll have trouble joining sentences together. Yeah. And then also correcting little factual errors. So we might have got a date wrong. Yeah. So we might have been talking about when something happened, and we might have said 2023. Yeah. When actually it happened in 2021. Yeah. So instead of going back and having to go, oh, Paul, we messed that up, we're going to have to, can you just record me 2021? And then you have this, this amazing thing which happened in, 2021 was <laughs> it, it, so it you've got to be really ethical at how you use it and we're going to do a, an entire episode on this we are uh with a voice actor who must yes. be really scared right now yeah. as a, a producing a podcast this makes it 
absolutely brilliant for us. What I have noticed is is that it's not very good at generating just from text. Yeah. You can tell it's an AI voice. Yeah. But if you're just changing stuff within a sentence, I mean, I'm going to play it one more time of your bit, Paul, about okay. spaceships. Yeah. And I, I can't tell the spaceships. Bits okay, I'm going to have a real close listen this time. Have a close listen. Here we go. Yeah. If we're talking about art in general, I think there will be still people willing to pay for stuff generated by a human. So that's you for real. Yep. And here's the changed one. If we're talking about spaceships in general, I think there will be still people willing to pay for equipment generated by a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't know, would you? And no. if you weren't listening for it, you definitely wouldn't know. No. So a really, really powerful tool. I think it throws up a lot of ethical questions. And promise here on the Meat Puppets is that we'll only be changing stuff if we've made a factual error or it's part of the editing process. Yeah. <clears throat> well, perhaps yeah. for demonstration purposes. Oh, for de well, yeah, just clearly proved that. Yeah. <laughs> so we've moved from using Pro Tools to going through to using Resolve, and now we're using this thing called Descript. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, yeah, so, we, I mean, it feels like a really powerful tool. But I think you've got to have some ethics about it. And you think if we are ever going to have guests, they've got to be confident that we're not going to change what they're saying. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think it's that different to you can misrepresent somebody through just normal editing. You can. By taking them out of context. And this is kind of next level. The ability to abuse it is next level. Yep. Um, but we're going to say, we're, we're, apart from demonstration purposes, we've got to make a promise that we're not going to do that. Yes. Yeah. Apart from... I'm going to caveat that. Apart from what, <laughs> Well, what if um, AI-generated podcast voices are more interesting than we are? At that point, we'll switch over to AI. <laughs> <laughs> well, weirdly, right, there is... So there are AI-generated... I came across this on Twitter. Okay. Um, there are people playing with this right now. And without getting super complicated about it, not only does this technology learn your voice, it scans back through everything you say in your podcast and it kind of knows what you talk about and knows what you... You're almost talking about a podcast clone okay. of you, a podcast presenter clone with your attitude and your thoughts. Yeah, wow. And it, it might solve a problem if one of us is on holiday and we haven't got time to record <laughs> yeah. a podcast. That, that'd be an interesting episode. <laughs> would yeah. be. It would be like... If it was either like real Paul and AI Martin, yeah, <laughs> having a chat on a podcast, yeah, I found myself listening to an AI generated podcast, full in the knowledge that none of these people were real, yeah, for about eight minutes. I'm going to put a link in the description. You can go down and have a look. And but weirdly, you just get sucked in because it's human sounding voices. Mm. But that's a topic for another day. Yeah. So we're talking about how we edited it. Now we're going to talk about oh, all the other stuff you've got to do around a podcast. So we're going to do that after this. After this what, Paul? Sting! Sting! Bring it. So let's imagine now we've finished recording our podcast, which we haven't because we're still talking. Uh, if you've ever released anything on YouTube or any kind of content, there's a load of other stuff you've got to do. And this is partly to do with what we were talking before is I wish I had the stat in front of me. If I was more prepared, I would. 
But there are a shed load of podcasts released every day. Yeah. And if you're going to find an audience, people have got to be able to find it. That's correct, yeah. And so there's a whole load of other stuff that you've got to put in, which kind of ties into SEO. So that's, you know all about this, Paul. I do. Just talk us through it. So SEO, search engine optimization. The basic premise behind this is search engines deliver relevant and useful stuff to you as you're searching for it. And there's various ways of doing this. Um, But one of the big things here is through the description that you will write, for the podcast it has to be relevant and it will you will tag it up basically so you will have a set of tags that will uh, distill and give you the categories of the things we're discussing in the podcast and basically what we're all about and that way um people can find you we hope and the majority of this is done through text isn't it yes at the moment so it's all the text associated with the audio of this podcast correct yeah and that could be anything from a transcription of everything, every word we've said, which, as we said before, Descript can just create for you now. It could be the title. I should have said, actually, what this one's called. Do you know what this one's called? No. It is at the moment. You'll tell. It's called Rage Against the Podbots, <laughs> is what it's called. I know where that's from. We need an episode description, which kind of accurately describes what we've been talking about, but also is optimized for SEO. So when computers look at that text, it makes sense. Yeah. This is to make sure people can find you. Yeah, I'll just do a really quick example. It put the uh, computers, most search engines will read text only. So they there are different weights applied to how you format things online. And that's how the search engine can glean what's most important. So Cool. So, but making sure that text is both readable by a human and feels yep. natural, but also optimized so people can actually find it. Yep. Um, if you were doing some marketing around it, you might need to write a press release. Yep. You also uh, will probably need a variety of social posts. Yep. You know, to go out on your various platforms. We're talking about doing Twitter and LinkedIn yes. at the moment. You've got to come up with your tags. Yep. Hopefully most people are familiar with what a hashtag is. Yeah. But it's a it's a tag. So for this podcast, you know, uh, it might be tech startup, founders journey, entrepreneur life, yeah. startup podcast. It's not that I'm reading them out from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but then there is some other really boring stuff that you've got to do. You've got to do a legal check. Yep. As well, you know, have a have a go through and have we said anything that is potentially going to come back and bite us on the ass? Yeah. Have we got anything um, factually incorrect or something? You know, have we said something horrible about somebody, something libelous? Yeah. Hopefully not. You know, and that's a real worry for me. Yeah. You know, I've got to be really careful. <laughs> um, and then obviously your transcript. So there's loads, and this can take a very, very long time. Now, I'm not a great writer. I kind of know what I want to say, but I have trouble putting it down into words. Yep. <clears throat> and then making that short, pithy, excited, it's hard and it takes me time. And in the past, the way I've solved this is by writing it in the way I think it should be written and then giving it to somebody who's great at writing, so a copywriter, and go, can you rewrite this into some PR copy? (laughs) Yeah. Which obviously takes a load of time and this goes back and forth, takes loads of time. Yep. And money, and money, and money. And money, sorry. Time and money. Um, 
so enter claude.ai <laughs> so for those who don't know claude is another chatbot like chat gpt but different yeah <clears throat> and what claude's very good at is writing natural sounding language from information yeah and instead of pulling my hair out and spending four hours the other day trying to write a description, hashtags, et cetera, et cetera, for the podcast. I spent three or four hours trying to teach Claude how to write it all for me. Yeah. And so what was a very stressful time for me, uh, resulting in substandard text that I'd find very difficult and take a load of time and cost me a load of money, has now transformed into... So here is my process, and there'll be a link in the description to a little YouTube video which demonstrates this, and I think it will blow your mind mm -hmm. if you want to see it. But we've generated a prompt. A prompt is the words that you write into a large language model to ask it to do something for you. So with just the transcript of this show and the prompt which tells it what I need it to create, it generates everything we need and how long does that take about two and a half minutes if mm. that's if that i'll do it in real time on the video paul yeah and what it does is it it's not necessarily a hundred percent correct you still need to read through it and change things that you think to make it more you yeah but this is what it generates for us it generates 10 or 15 episode titles the title of this show rage against the pod bots is suggested by Claude. We didn't come up with that. No. I picked it because it sounds like Rage Against the Machine, you know, <laughs> and I've got a dodgy heavy metal past. <laughs> Present. Future. Anyway, it generates an episode description that's the right length and feels the right kind of language for us yeah. to post up as yeah. an episode description. It writes a press release. Not that we're even thinking of sending a press release. It writes, and this is a big thing, it writes a blog post based on the content of what we've talked about. And that's a whole other topic of conversation. Yeah. But then it also writes us some tweets. It will also write us some LinkedIn posts. It does our episode tags. But then it also checks it across for legal. Now, a caveat here is Claude's not a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. Paul's not a lawyer. No. If you want proper legal advice, go to a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but it's a really good indicator. So I can talk about ones from the first episode that we released, right? And this is what Claude says. So the remarks about AI taking over jobs could come across as threatening to some listeners who work in industries where automation is increasing. It's not necessarily a legal thing, but it's something no. for us to think about. Yeah. Um, References to meat puppets and humans just being meat sacks could dehumanize people. <laughs> I'd avoid language that diminishes humanity. <laughs> we're dehuman uh, uh, dehumanizing ourselves. That's what we're doing. It, it makes you think about the content that you're creating. Yeah. And we're recording this in a vacuum, aren't we? It's not live. You, but you can just get into that conversation where you don't necessarily think as wide as you should do. So I think there's a responsibility there. And those suggestions are really, really useful. Anyway, so we're automating that process, taking a process which was maybe three days of my life. Mm, time consuming, expensive. Yeah, probably realistically to 45 minutes. Yeah. And then that's just the generation of the text. 
I'm still doing a manual cut and paste into the different things it needs to go to. It doesn't automatically generate my tweets. It doesn't automatically send the things to um, LinkedIn. Watch this space. Yeah, I'm going to say that's what we're working on. Yeah. Is finding a way <laughs> of making that work. Yeah. Um, lovely. So that's how we're using automation. Automization? That's not a word. Automization. Automated optimization. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll replace that in the edit. It's fine. No, I think we should keep it. We've, All right, I'll keep we, that. I'll keep can... that as is just to prove it. I can feel a sting approaching. We've got one more thing to talk about, really, which is the bit we're in the midst of at the moment. And I should say, I'll do this in the next bit. Just to play the sting, for God's sake. We'll have, to, we'll have to, sorry, Mike, we'll have to call automization is a word. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'll take that. Automization. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. <clears throat> I'll deal with that in the edit. Okay, so let me paint a picture where we're at right now. So we've got two episodes in the bag that we're happy with. And... We've kind of got them ready. We've generated all the text and tags and all that kind of stuff that we need. And they're sat ready to go. And everything is meant to launch next Wednesday. So what, date, what date will that be? Today's the 6th of September. The first episode will get released on the 13th. Yeah, we might need to put one of those date edits in there. Mention the Why? year, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope not. Yeah. No, we're releasing them on those dates. It's going live on the 13th, whether it's rubbish or not. Um, but distribution. Now, I started looking into this properly on Monday about how the hell to distribute it. And I should say about three months ago, we logged into... Spotify podcasts because in our yeah. heads it was like oh people listen to podcasts on Spotify so surely you just submit it to Spotify yep no nope. it's not as simple as that so the way a podcast gets released is that you have a thing called a host so you upload your audio and all the other bits to somewhere which generates a magic code which is called an RSS feed that's got all the information about your podcast in and then all the services, so like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or I listen to Global Player, or TuneIn, however you get your podcasts, what they what you do is you submit that code, that magic code, that RSS feed to them, and they go and look to wherever you're hosting it to go, give me the podcast. And then it lists it from there. So the first thing you've got to do is get yourself onto a host. So the host that we're using is a host called Red Circle. Yep. Uh, I did research a hell of a lot of the different hosts. So there are other ones like Buzzsprout. Uh, yep. You can do it through Spotify. Uh, there's yep. ones that have been around for years. There are newer ones. Reasons I went with Red Circle is one that they're kind of newer than the rest. <laughs> right, yep. And also, they let you do one podcast for free. Yeah, okay. As soon as you want to do more services, you've got to pay. Yeah. And they also provide you things like analytics and uh, let you know who's listened to your podcast and things like that. But without a podcast host, you cannot distribute your podcast. 
So that's what you need to do. And I spent about a day looking through them all, and I just decided on Red Circle. Yep. And then you click share it everywhere. And I think the biggest learning I've had from this is you need to get it on Apple Podcasts. Okay. Is yeah. what you need to do. The inventors th- of the podcast. Yeah, I think I, th- I was chatting. I was chatting about that to a, uh, one of our mutual friends last night, and yep. I think they do control it. Yeah. And getting it onto Apple Podcasts isn't as simple <laughs> as you'd like it to be. <laughs> um, the biggest lesson I've learned: you've got to create yourself an Apple ID. You've got to register a credit card. Right. And you've got to have acknowledged their terms and conditions before they'll even consider listing your podcast. Okay. And the other thing you have to do, and this is where our release schedule is a little bit woolly, you have to have a published episode. Date edit coming up. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, But you have... So we've already published the first episode. We've just not told anybody. No. That it's there. And I'm looking at our stats now, and we've currently got seven downloads, which is probably us (laughs) going, oh, it's there. I haven't listened. I only, I only did it that once. So maybe there is somebody else out there. Maybe listening. there is. Maybe there is. But so what we're planning on doing is releasing every single Wednesday from Wednesday, the 13th of September. Yep. And so if that schedule has gone according to plan, you'll be listening to this episode on the 27th of September. Right. So there we go. Basically, what I'm saying is you need a you need a podcast host. And you need a RSS feed. Yeah. But the next thing we haven't really done yet, so I can't really tell people what my thoughts are on it. So yeah. So that's kind of getting so that's getting the podcast onto the places where people listen to podcasts. The next bit is how do you tell people that it's there? And that's like a whole other world. And that's we haven't a done big it yet. Subject. Yeah. It's a massive subject. Yeah. And we've got thoughts on it, and you've probably got far more experience than me on this. But we'll do an episode about that when we've done it. And we have <laughs> yeah. some kind of output yeah. about it. But and it, and I, if you're listening to this, it's worked. Yeah. If you are listening <laughs> to this, if it, it's definitely worked. You know, or you might I might have just sent you the link because I know you. <laughs> um but I find I find that whole bit terrifying. I find it really uncomfortable, which is probably why we should do it. Um, yeah. So we're going to stop it there. We're going to stop it there. We're going to go to a quick sting now and tell you what we're doing next time. Woo-hoo. Okay. So a quick summary of what we chatted through. I feel really, you know what? I'm going to ignore the bit where it's saying the summary. Yeah. Because it feels, you've just done it. Yeah. It's like the old teletrope, isn't it? Tell them what they're about to see, show them, and then tell them what they've seen. Yeah. So I feel that that's wrong. So let's move away from that. Yeah. Yeah. In conclusion, we are getting this down to about a day. Yes. And I know we haven't done the social media stuff. Yep. That might be another week on top. (laughs) Yeah, but that's you know that's for another day onwards onwards we go doing this without claude i'd find massively difficult and i should say that claude's free at the moment if they start charging for it oh i won't say that because then they'll start charging for it but i'd still definitely use it yeah your time's worth far more than that yeah and i should say that there are loads of other people popping up now offering ai generated stuff specifically to podcasts yeah but i'm sticking with claude Mm mm-hmm AI is a massive benefit to what we've been doing so far. 
And there'd be no way we'd even get near doing this in a day without something like Claude. Or for the amount of money we're spending. Or for the amount of money. Yeah, it'd be totally cost prohibitive. It really is like the democratisation of being able to create this content. I know that sounds really grand. It is. But I think this is accessible to anybody with a computer and a mic and a little bit of money. Absolutely, yeah. You don't need that huge media organisation behind you to make it happen. And as we said before, getting people to listen to it is a completely different thing. That's a separate challenge. Yep. But actually creating your content has never been so accessible. No. Uh, and I think that's an amazing thing. And that's a, Agreed. And it, even as media professionals, we wouldn't even thought of doing this. No. Because it's just too much time and too much money. I think that hopefully there'll be more AI tools to help us coming down the line and we'll maybe we'll involved. stumble. <laughs> but anyway, next time on the Meat Puppets, that's a very TV phrase. The next time <laughs> on the Meat Puppets, um, we're doing something we haven't done before. Which is? We've got a guest. Amazing. We've got a guest and um, we're, he's a voice actor and he's an actor and basically makes money out of his voice. Yeah. And he has very kindly agreed to let us create an AI version of his voice. Uh, as discussed earlier in the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, and we're, we're not going to use it anywhere, but we're just going to talk around that really. And all the ethical copyright and practical issues that's going to create or is already creating <laughs> yeah so that should be exciting we've got we've got a guest paul we've got a guest amazing i'm looking forward to it yeah you know and maybe that'll bring us some more audience you never know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you never know so um we still haven't managed this bit paul no we've not got we've not got a sign off no we haven't got a sign off so we used uh, claude to try and come up with some sign offs that could possibly be our signature sign off paul okay on this um it came up with loads too many to go through but we're going to do a couple each right you go this is martin and paul signing off Hmm. Hmm. go i have got a favorite one only because it's rubbish i can't find it wait here we go oh we promise not to bite come back for the meat puppets (laughs) oh no come back for more meat puppets it's spelt by b-y-t-e which absolutely doesn't work in audio (laughs) that's a very good point (laughs) There is no way that is going to work. No, that's funny. Um, there's one that I really like. This is like, stay savvy, dinosaurs. Yeah. Signing off from the digital frontier, this is the Meat Puppets. <laughs> Unplug from the AI matrix with the Meat Puppets. Uh, you know what? We'd, let's just not have a sign-off. Let's not have a sign-off. Let's uh, let's just keep our sign-off as we have done on the last two, which is bye, Sting, bye, yeah, bye, bye, bye now. Bye, bye. bye. <laughs>